What are you doing out here? I'm doing stuff. Thanks. You're listening to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Coming to you from both the UK and the USA. Here are your hosts, Sam and Alfie. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Stuff and Thangs podcast. I feel like we've been away forever, but I am Sam Jones from the UK. I am joined all the way from the plague-ridden USA. <laughs> My friend Alfie Adams, how are you? I, I'm wonderful, Sam. How are you doing? Yeah, well, I'm better than you. I mean, you have come down with the full-blown man-flu zombie apocalypse plague. Yeah. So, and... Everyone will know, all of our devoted listeners, both of you, yep. will know that we're a bit late recording yep. this comeback show, but that is down to various reasons. Here in the UK, we've been hit by Snowmageddon, <laughs> or Snowpocalypse, right. or various other puns with snow in it, yep. uh, and it, it's thrown my week completely. And of course, over there, you've been suffering, man. Yeah, we've we've had a legitimate flu outbreak uh, here this year. It's been horrible. It's one of the worst flu pandemics in uh, a long, long time. And so, and that, and uh, my work has changed a lot, and it's making it hard for me to record midweek. Um, well, um, with the time change, time difference between you and I, it, it makes it a yeah. challenge. So. We might have to start doing some more weekend shows going forward. We're just going to have to see all of our lovely listeners, uh, one or two of you. Um, <laughs> you know, just hang tight. Uh, if you enjoy listening to us, we're still going to be around. Um, so if you like us, you'll find us. Yeah. And and to be fair, it gives us more of a time to kind of digest what's happened as well. Maybe check a scene again. And, and we we possibly won't get the same visceral what the hell was that reaction to some of fear of the walking dead yeah we yeah well yeah because if um yeah it might be better to just not record off the cuff like as soon as we've watched yeah. it because uh yeah the the general sentiment for myself isn't sunshine and and daisies so uh, a day or two to cool off might be a benefit <laughs> well um I'm, I'm going to shake things up a little bit with, with our first Ooh. show back, um, purely because uh, typically, obviously, we, we go through the show, we kind of talk through scenes and stuff, but I kind of feel with this this episode, uh, Carl's death is just a massive, massive thing. Um, yeah. it, it's a massive divergence from the comics, and as a character, we're losing him. So I kind of wanted to uh, brush around a few things that happened in the episode, but then kind of focus in on losing Carl, if you're happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think also just, um, you know, with the, with the shows evolved, the shows changed the general audience opinion of the show has changed. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot different now. And, and I think we're, we're going to be approaching, the walking dead uh, a little bit differently this second half. Yep. And um, so it's going to be, I, I know I have a lot more just random uh, walking yeah. dead information I want to discuss. And um, I'm just going to throw this out here now. Um, there will be some things that might spoil it for some people discussed at some point in this show so if you are just adamant that you don't want anything ever spoiled you've been warned yes there, there's there could even be a spoiler alarm going off but we are telling you clear as day right thou shalt not complain ever <laughs> yeah absolutely um and if you do complain we'll we'll laugh so go for it why not take the time out of your day um <laughs> So, uh, if you don't mind, I just want to run through a few things in the show. Yeah. Um, the, the episode obviously continues um, the same uh, story arc from where we left off. Right. Uh, we know Carl's been bitten. Um, the, the scenes in that tunnel are still too dark. They didn't address that, you know? And I appreciate they were all filmed at the same time. Um, I'm not alone in thinking, what's the point in showing us these scenes? We can't see anything. No. Uh, it seems to be generic feedback across everyone. 
Did you did you think the same as soon as you saw those scenes? You know, actually, uh, it's funny you bring that up. When I watched this week's episode, and they they did like a flashback to the the end of the last one, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought they had brightened it up a little bit because well, it, it was a little in, brighter than I remembered it, but not much. Uh, it was still horrible. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I was like. Wow, this isn't as dark as I remembered it. It's still too dark, well, but perhaps that goes towards our whole recording the podcast later. Yeah, it could, <laughs> be. It could be. Perhaps when we look again, we work. Oh, actually, it wasn't as bad as we first thought. But um, th- there's a there's a particular scene where basically, it's, it, to me, it's supposed to be and should have been a very emotive scene when Daryl's leaving. Yeah, and he's turned to Carl to say, "All of these people are alive because of you." And I couldn't see him. And I know, <laughs> I know it sounds daft because the line has the emotion in it and everything. But you know, I'm watching a TV show, not listening to a radio show. I'd like to see uh, Norman Reedus act. Yeah, the guy can, despite the rumours, he can act. And uh, I think, for his point of view, that must be a bit sad. That you know, there's a scene there, a real opportunity for him to portray it and I, I couldn't see it now it's possible that a lot of people could be listening to this thinking well i saw it fine sam your tv's broke but for me it was just too dark yeah yeah and i mean man what 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 poor luck you know the guy finally got something more than a grunt yeah and we didn't even get to see it yeah he got he actually got to deliver one of the best lines in the episode as well with the whole uh all of us together will be the worst damn nightmare yep um, but yeah, so, so there was that, um, but before we go into too much on Carl, <laughs> I just want to touch on, a, on the, uh, Terminator Morgan thing. Yeah. Um, so I want to get your kind of opinion. I, I, I don't like the way Gimple splices things. I've talked about this so much on the podcast. I don't want to bang on about it again because I'll take a 10 minute rant to do it. Yep. Um, so I'm going to try and ignore that as best I can. Um, when I when I say that, what I don't like is the time jump. So, for, the, for example, the start of this episode took us back to the moment Carl got bit, and the moment where Carl was, you know, readying himself and coming to terms with that. Which I that that bit with Carl I thought was quite good. Mm-hmm. I, I quite liked that. But what I don't like is this out of order, all of it jumbled around. We're seeing flashes of a future, which we then later learns Carl. We're seeing future rick crying we're seeing future rick and michonne burying carl for me that was all none of it was needed you don't need to jump around that much no um so trying to disregard that because otherwise like i said i could just rant on it for ages the 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 opening bit with morgan so morgan is at the sanctuary with uh, there must have been a team there of snipers basically keeping eye on the sanctuary yeah yeah had them pinned down yep yeah so i want to open up with a question to you Basically, their job there was to keep an eye on it, and obviously, if they saw the saviors trying to make a break, was to stop them. I'm guessing that's why they had guns. Morgan's <laughs> looking through the sight of a rifle and got got aim on them, right? And didn't and didn't fire. I know, I know. I mean, that to me, and I know it sounds like I'm just being a little bit picky, but I didn't get that. If he was sat there looking through binoculars, you know, right? <laughs> and and then had gone, you know, and it all happened really fast, and he'd hit the radio. Oh my god, guys, run! Right. But he's looking through the scope of a gun, and his whole reason for being there is to shoot them if he sees them get in the windows. Yeah, and apparently, I mean, it's not like he didn't want to shoot to not give his position away. Well, exactly. Because as, soon, exactly right, as soon as they came out, they were open fired on. I, it, yeah. uh, and, and it's also not that Morgan had gone all life as precious, because as we see in this right. episode, Morgan is full on clear Morgan. It's just right lazy now. writing. It really is. It, yeah, and that's what I was going to come back to. And that's where the show at the moment is dropping viewers. And I think where people are now take it or leave it is because of stuff like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I just want to kind of point that out. One, because it, it kind of ruined what should have been a quite a good scene for me. And the other part of that as well is me and you, um, we talked a lot at the back end of the season eight part A, how... <clears throat> how um, we were annoyed we didn't get to see certain things. Right. We were annoyed we didn't get to see the saviors leave. Right, right. What this shows us is that all of these <laughs> scenes were filmed. Yeah. They were there. Yep. So it's actually been an editing choice yep. to jumble it, and that just frustrates me. You know, there's no need to do that. No. They, 
the, the story could have been told in a linear way and you wouldn't have had this, well, that's annoying, because we get this kind of arrogant gimple of you'll see it, you know, you'll get to see it. People, because people took the Twitter, Facebook, uh, we, you know, all all platforms of social media to bemoan the fact, hey, saviors were locked down. Why didn't we get to see how they got yeah. out? You know, it just it's like a constant slapping of the audience all the time, which is again just driving people away. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, anyway, so those were the bits I kind of wanted to pick up on that. Away from that, um, Morgan uh, is not stable right now. No, no. We we got that when he had that clash with thing, uh, Jesus at the back end of the last season. Now, one of the things I picked up on, I wondered what you thought is when we saw Morgan and Clear. He was like that one man, I just have to clear all the dead. Right. That was what he was doing all the time. If right. anyone got in his way, they were taken out. Do you think he snapped back to that, but he's clearing saviors? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think that was how I felt it. as well. Because there's the scene, I mean, he's gone, he's gone through them with Carol. Um, probably the Delta Force of the Apocalypse, Carol. Right, and right, right, right. We we picked up a few times in 8A, you know, a few, oh, come on, you know, what's this? They're now a Spetsnaz Special Forces unit. Right. But I actually felt that this was done quite well. I don't know how you felt. Um, it didn't feel completely, um, you know, Rambo. Oh, right. Through right. It. No, no, no. It was done well. It was done well. Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, yeah. I'm glad you agree on yeah, that. Yeah, let I mean, me let me thought, let me interject something real quick, just for, please, before we yeah. go too deep. I just want to say for for our valued listeners, look, if, if you are a absolute diehard fan of this show and you love the direction that it's going, and you love how Gimple is allowing it to be edited and written, you know, good for you. Right. Like just yeah. because we are criticizing it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it or that we don't think you should enjoy it. If you do enjoy it, fantastic. Nope. Agreed. No problem. Um, I, I just know that uh, with a lot of the editing and writing, uh, Sam and I both are, are not a huge fan of that. And um, we would be dishonest to come on here and go, oh, gosh, Gimple knocked it out of the park. So we just <laughs> no, I, I just want everybody to know because I know we've, yeah. we've been criticized in the past of like, well, yes. if you if you don't like it, why are you talking about it? Well, it's because it's what we do. It's why you pay us yeah. so much money to, you know, you <laughs> you pay that nine ninety nine per episode to listen to us. So, uh yeah, I just wanted to interject that, you know, just say there, there is a lot of people checking their iTunes right now to make sure they're not spending nine ninety nine on this. There is a sheer terror yeah. coming across several people right now that they think they've subscribed. Yeah, <laughs> they have. Um, but yeah, no, you're quite right. And TV, everything, film, uh, sports is the best example. You can sit down with three people watching the exact same sports event of any type, right? And those three people can have three different opinions. Watching Right, the exact same right. Thing. Uh, TV shows are the same. And just because we're on the podcast or anything like that, well, it means we're right and they're wrong. Yeah, but, absolutely. <laughs> all joking aside, it's a discussion of an opinion. And I'm just as happy for someone to come back and say, hey, no, I don't agree with that because of this. And that's a discussion and that's what I like. Right, you know, that's, I mean, right. I'm talking about a show that I've enjoyed for years. Um, we talk about it. And at the moment, there's just a few things that we're picking up and we don't like. We're not alone in that. Um, <laughs> you know, people on mass are, yeah. are not happy with it. So, yeah, no, it was a good point. Well made. Um, just going back to Morgan. Yep. Uh, I think he is in this kind of clear mode. And the, the main reason why I thought that is there's the scene where uh, he's got the, the savior leader, mm -hmm. if you like. Mm -hmm. And Carol's saying to him, you know, I can see in your face you don't want to do this. Uh, but Morgan's saying he has to. I, I I felt that that was the kind of clear mentality again. Like, you right. know, I, I'm, I just have to. I have to. It's There's not an no option. Yep. About it. What, what do you think about uh, the young lad Henry getting that final kill? What, mm. what were your thoughts with that? Yeah, I, I mean, I felt gutted for the kid that he's going to have to live with that. Um, yep. But, you know, every because so much has been revealed 
by the cast and by the showrunners about the future of the show and with yeah. Morgan splitting off I'm 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 hypersensitive to everything that's going on with Morgan to see yeah. if some you know what's it going to be that's going to cause him to leave you know yeah. what I mean and is is the guilt of this kid killing that guy you know going to be a little piece yeah. of the puzzle or is it going to be the main catalyst that's yeah. going to send him off you know in, in in a way it's made that interesting in another way it means at any point we know morgan's not in peril true so when right. he was fighting with one of the saviors and the savior was getting a good few shots in there was no feeling that we were going to lose morgan mm-hmm. um because we know we're not going to lose morgan because morgan's going to appear in the next series of fear of the walking dead right so, unless, of course, Fear the Walking Dead and it's all been a big mess up and he is going to be in the past, <laughs> but we'll discuss that later on. Um, but the, the Henry kid, uh, I um, it's strange because, one, he's obviously a strong lad driving a stick through someone's neck. Um, yeah. Yeah, well done. You're right. <laughs> um, but the, the secondly, I it's going to be interesting because Morgan was kind of in that clear mode could that snap him out of it? It possibly could. Right. Because that is quite a shocking kind of bit of imagery. Um, and it and it kind of does kill in that group, and that group being the ones that were kind of responsible for what sent Morgan over the edge. Is that going to be enough for him to come back from? I don't know. And it, it poses some interesting questions, because, of course, the guy who was in Morgan's face and then Morgan had the fight with Jesus over is locked up in a prison at the hilltop. Right. And we now know that everybody is heading to the hilltop. Right. So maybe that is what is going to drive Morgan to leave. But again, like you said, we don't know, and we're going to be watching that to to try and see where it goes. Um, one of the other things I wanted to pick up mm. and I wanted to get your opinion on is we've lost Carl in this episode, and quite rightly, that meant it was the pure focus of the episode. Sure. But Alexandria's being blown apart. The the whole group are down in the tunnel hiding. Um, we see uh, we see Daryl down there who's holding Judith. Mm-hmm. For me, and I know I'm about to upset a lot of fangirls right now, <laughs> and fanboys, yeah. that's all Daryl's fault. Yep, yep. Yep. Do you think that is ever going to get addressed, or do you think the death of Carl means that Rick's going to kind of focus elsewhere and it's just going to get ignored? I think it's going to get ignored because I was fully expecting, or I was maybe hoping that when, you know, Daryl's like, no, I'll take her, um, yeah. I've got this. You know, Rick was going to be like, hell no. Right. Or Daryl go, yeah. you know, look, man, I, I know that this is my fault. I screwed up. Yeah. I'm not going to let you down again. You know, something acknowledge some it. acknowledgement. Right. Yes. Nope. Yeah, that was what I was. Uh, it, it worries me because of the way the writing has been <laughs> where they do things and then just it vanishes. You kind of think to yourself, come on, <laughs> you know, this has happened. You can't just ignore. Where it. are you, Heath? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Heath, who's Heath? Right. Uh, I, yeah, we're going to see Heath again. I think he was flying a helicopter a couple of episodes ago. With his key card he found. Yes, there right. you go. That that got him to the helicopter. Right. Um, but yeah, I sticking with the Daryl situation, I, I don't know whether people agree with this or disagree with it, but he is responsible for what happened. He had a direct run-in with Rick over it. Yep. They actually came to blows, which I think... Is the second time that's ever happened, and the first time since they first met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it was they kind of left it like uh, like brothers, really. In that they've come to blows, kind of like agreed to disagree, right. uh, gave each other a couple of jibes, and went on their went on their way. Right. But what happened then was that Daryl disregarded the decision that had been made by everybody, all of the leaders that had been agreed on by everyone, and went back. And it was his actions then that directly led to the saviors getting out. That has to be addressed. They can't just leave that. Buddy, I if I had faith in the writers, you know, yeah. I, I would yeah. I would I would say they would touch it, but I have no faith in the writers. No. No, it's valid. I mean, I I, I really hope, I really, really hope that it's addressed because 
Like you just said then, even as simple as an acknowledgement from Daryl in that scene would have actually been enough. You know, Rick, I've done this. I realise that I won't let you down again. For me, that would have been enough because, you know, I've got a family, you've got a family. We fall out sometimes and these guys are like a big family. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes all it takes is an acknowledgement and then you can move on. You might not forget it in a hurry, but it allows you to move on. I, I think if they don't acknowledge it or anything like that, it could... I don't know. I'm not saying I want to see a massive wedge between Rick and Daryl. I don't want to see them, you know, all of a sudden Daryl's gone off, Rick's gone off, and we've got two different camps, and Daryl's going to become the next adversary. That's not what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. But I, right. I do want to see some sort of resolution to that, some sort of acknowledgement. Um, the, the other couple of things I want to pick up on, while they're down in that tunnel, um, I thought it was interesting uh, about Dwight. Um did you think, like me, that Dwight actually showed some pretty, uh, well, some leadership skills yep. down there? Yep. Um, he was very calm. Everyone was obviously very emotional, or very emotive. Whether this is uh, critical of writing or whether this is actually clever writing, I think it's down to opinion. But did you notice that he constantly referred to uh, them at times and he also referred to us at times? So he was talking about, you know, all of you in one place, you know, that could be bad. But then at another time he says, We're, we need to stay down here. And it kind of flicked between the two inflections. Mm. No, I didn't pick that Did up. You... I, I picked up on it, but again, it, it <laughs> been bitten before. Uh, zombie uh, pun. Uh, but whether you can actually think that that's well done because you've just got a character who's in from the cold and therefore he's... He doesn't really know what side he's on yet. Right. Or whether they've just been lazy and he was <laughs> not getting it right. Right. It's difficult. I'd, I'd like to think that that was quite a clever way of demonstrating it. Yeah, we'll give him that one. It was intentional, right? We'll give him that yes. one. Yeah, we'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I think they'll all sleep easier now we've given them that. Yeah. Um, I, I've written here just a couple of notes. Um, the, re- the 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 reveal that Sadiq is a doctor mm-hmm. of sorts. Right. What did you think about that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dude, I, man, look, okay. I just got to let everybody know. I'm cynical yeah. about this show right now. I'm I'm not happy with it and I'm every time anything, I'm just I'm I'm overcritical about it. So my gut reaction was when he revealed he was a doctor. I said, oh, well, isn't that convenient? The person that's responsible for getting Carl killed is somehow going to be a magical asset to the community because this would be a really horrible story to stomach if we found out that he was a lazy pacifist uh, pedophile or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Can you imagine that? Carl dies saving him. They're like, okay, so tell us more about right. you. Well, I was in jail. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> was, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, well, my dad's this guy called Negan. Have you met him? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, yeah, I can, I can see where you're going with that. My initial reaction was yours. Like, Oh really? Come right. on. That's, that's just like uber convenient. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've thought about it since. Uh-oh. So let okay. me give you my, uh, my more full tight way of doing it in, in a way, because Rick turns to Carl, like trying to understand Carl's decision to go back, go back for this person. Right. So Sadiq revealing, you know, I'm a, I was a first year resident. I was a doctor and, you know, Rick kind of like, Oh, okay. That's why you went back for him. And it gave the ability for Carl to say, no, I did it just because he's a human being and I wanted to give him a chance. Sure. So in a way it was kind of a, a good way of illustrating that point. Um, yeah. You know, if they discovered he was a doctor later on, Rick possibly in his head all along would have been thinking, oh, that's why Carl did it. But by, you know, that moment happening, um, it enabled Carl to reinforce the fact of, you know, no, Dad, I was just doing the right thing. Um, so, again, I, I want to focus on sort of Carl and his final moments on in isolation. But uh, Sadiq uh, obviously had... Uh, a couple of moments in this, uh, revealing that he's a doctor. For the group going forward, uh, it means Sadiq's obviously, hopefully, gonna gonna play a bit of a role. Hopefully, he can help out at the hilltop with people. Right. Um, 
we so we now know from this episode that Daryl is leading the group of survivors from Alexandria to the hilltop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that the survivors from the kingdom are currently hiding at that house where Carol was, and I'm assuming they're then going to head to the hilltop. Right. Possibly Alexandria first, because they obviously don't know what's happened, but they will obviously be eventually making their way to the hilltop as well. Do you think, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping for this, that that number of people in the hilltop could cause some tension? Oh. I don't know. I, I... Just because, obviously, you've got these three communities, and I know we're down to the survivors of the three communities, so obviously it's less numbers. Sure. But still, it's going to be three different communities all of a sudden. It'd be like the equivalent of three families all of a sudden being thrust oh, sure. into one house. Yeah, I, I I think the bigger threat's still going to be the saviors over the oh, cramped yeah, space, sure, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and you're quite right. I mean, probably the fact that there is that bigger threat means we won't have the tension because everyone's going to be focused on that. Right, so, yeah. grieving yeah, Carl right. and everything um, else. There was a, there was a, let me just go through this. Uh, I don't think there was any, I mean, is there any other points for you away from Carl, um, from, from the episode you wanted to discuss? I mean, the scene where Morgan rips the guy's guts out, I shouldn't really talk about the show without mentioning that. That was gross. That was gross. Uh, but pretty epic. Yeah. Pretty epic. Yeah. Uh, that was Um, one of the highlights. I think that was up there with the Rick biting a guy's throat out from me. It was. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was definitely a highlight. I, I, I saw that mentioned many times on social media that people enjoyed that part of the episode. So, yeah, yeah. So it's worrying when when people are like, "Yeah, we saw a guy's guts get ripped out." Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's why we watched the show. Um, so, yeah, were there any other parts of the episode you want to discuss before we focused in on Carl? No, I don't. I, I think. I mean, you know, it was definitely a side story, but it was. I mean, yeah. Ezekiel and Carol and Morgan. Um, but yeah, I think we covered that pretty good. Okay. Um. So I've just got some bullet points here for Carl. And then what I want to do is just rattle through them and then you can pick up and we can chat through any bit. So um, the Carl scenes, basically, is we see the bite in the aftermath close up happen. Yeah. Um, We then have Carl writing letters to people Mm -hmm. and obviously him preparing Carl spending time with Judith. Okay, I'm not going to lie. The Carl and Judith scenes, I had some dust in my eye. Yeah, yeah. And him handing her the hat broke me. Okay, I'm going to admit it now on the podcast. That was that was the moment that I went. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And then I went and you know hunted and spat and did manly things. Um. So we've got then obviously Carl dies with Rick and Michonne. Yeah. uh, Tells Michonne, uh, you know, she was his best friend. And Carl goes out by ending it himself. That, for me, the scene where Rick and Michonne are outside of that house and you just hear the silenced pistol yep. shot, one of the best scenes they've done in a while for pure emotion. Yep. They did um, that good. I felt the, the actors did a phenomenal job. Um, you know, Denai and Andrew Lincoln, I mean, well done. Oh, yeah. Because they, they conveyed that gut wrench, you know, impact just brilliantly um so yeah i mean those are the kind of bullet points my friend let's let's chat it through a bit what what did you think about the fact that we got the gap filled in a little bit um again ignoring the fact that gimbal's jumping us around the timeline what were were your thoughts about carl coming back to alexandra knowing he's bitten and those scenes where he's kind of he's kind of you know taking a deep breath and then he's trying to be practical I see I'm 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 torn here. I I thought okay. I thought part of it was a very fitting homage to Carl. Um I I thought it was you know it's a balance. Sometimes, you know, we, we gripe of, you know, my gosh, you know, that's all they get for a farewell. Uh, you yeah, know, type yeah, deal, mean, yeah. and then uh, the flip side of that is I've seen nothing but 
everybody griping online that we had an hour and a half, you know, uh, melodrama uh, of saying goodbye to Carl. And it's, you know, people were just like, you know, let's get on with the show. We don't need an hour and a half of days of our lives of, you know, it's not why we watch this show. And I'm, I'm, I've got to be honest with you. I can't say I agree with that. I felt that the amount of time given to Carl was, justified because it was Carl. Yeah, right? yeah. Anyway, just my opinion. No, I see I'm kind of torn. I I think I would have rather seen an hour and a half or let's just say that you know, let's say there was probably 30 to 40 minutes of uh yeah. Carl screen time in this one. I would have rather seen that used better than um the way it was used i i do believe that i I believe an episode for carl was fitting it was earned deserved all of that i mean he's um you know he was the star you know in a lot of sense and in most people's opinion was the future of the show so yes uh, which yeah for me very much i thought he was the future of the show right much like the future of the comics right um i i felt and i think we should say chandler riggs did an incredible oh, yeah job. absolutely and i think now we've seen all of these scenes put together you realize just how good of a job he did in the other episodes i was quite critical right of. right um which <coughs> again you you got to go back to blaming the person putting it together because <sighs> now you get to see it in its entirety at long last. You get to see this kind of um, amazing performance that he has put together. Uh, it must have been very difficult for him oh, as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, because that, I mean, that's been his life. Yep. You know, he's he's 18 years old and he started on the show when he's eight. So he has been doing the show longer than you know before well yeah and and let's 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 take it from what we've seen at least on social media you know okay here you are you're a um you're in your late teens um you as far as you know uh this is going to be your foreseeable future you know acting on this show um you've planned your life around being available for this show and because as i mean all you know is the comic source material and so you're going to be you know the the star for a good long while yeah. the the, the story is going to follow you and then and your your castmates like andrew lincoln have openly said on a regular basis um doesn't matter if they kill rick off carl takes the show forward right 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 <laughs> you know? and then to just get you know what is it what was it his dad said the day before his birthday or something like yeah. that yeah. To, to know you're and being I, written out so if, if there is anyone listening we discussed this on the podcast just before we broke because the news was kind of raw then as well so taking the emotion out of it it was revealed very quickly after the episode where we knew Ch- uh, carl had been bitten that Chandler Riggs had basically found out just before his 18th birthday that he was being written out of the show. His father, it probably, and he deleted it not long after, right. went on a quite an emotional outburst on social media. Right. I can't say I blame him. Um, but in essence, he revealed to everybody that, and what people have been talking about for a while, which is that he was told by people, Gimple or AMC, that he'd have, you know, in their plans, they had three more years, mm-hmm. you know, could have even been beyond that, but at least three, you know, that was the key thing. Oh yeah. You've got certainty of at least three. Right. That's what they told right. me. He planned his life around that, you know, being a young man, you know, college opportunities and a, a very talented actor, mm-hmm. um, bound to have had opportunities elsewhere. And he planned his life around that, bought a property in, you know, Georgia Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So he could be there for filming and not long after all of that was done, does he find out, no, actually, no, you're, you're going. A lot of fans, quite rightly, are attached to Chandler Riggs and are very angry over its treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously discussed that aspect of it on the podcast before the mid-season break. So from from the point of view now, really, okay, so what I kind of want to focus on, it's done, it's happened, 
Uh, I want to just talk about how great Chandler Riggs has been. Oh, sure. It would be the easiest thing in the world for him to be very bitter, angry, and to portray that in everything. Yep. In his acting, I thought he was phenomenal, and those could not have been easy scenes from an emotional point of view because he was filming the end of something which has basically been his life. Yep. And then to see him do press tours to promote it, to see him on social media, uh, you know, he's not ignored the controversy. He's, you know, retweeted some things that I'm sure <laughs> AMC wouldn't appreciate. Right, he's, right. he's commented on things I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate. But compared to where at 18 years old I would have been, I think he's showed amazing maturity yeah. and goes a lot towards what the cast have said about him. Yep. Um, which has been, you know, he's been one of the best actors and best, you know, people, young person they've, you know, they've ever worked with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can't speak highly enough of my regards for him, uh, for everything he's done. Uh, I think it's disgusting how he was, how it ended for him. Yep. But I'm going to, you know, move on from that. Yeah. Um, I, I, and yeah. I know. Sorry, I, know. Yeah, I think he, I, I mean, I think it's a testament to his acting ability, the way that he was able to do those scenes um, yeah. I agree. I definitely think, uh, I think he was done wrong. Um, and I think mm-hmm. the cast feel that way from what I've seen oh, on their, their yeah. social media yeah. stuff. Um, and I just think the evolution from last season to this season is remarkable. Um, how, well, the entire show up until this mid season break, you know, all the actors, everybody involved were always super tight lit, hush, hush, yep. never say anything. I mean, like yep. they were, I mean, they were worse than politicians for not giving a straight answer. Uh, massively, and yeah. now, <laughs> now they just are like, whatever, yeah. man, we're just going to talk there, about there is, it. it. There is almost a kind of, well, go on and fire me. Right. Attitude, right. You know, yep. um, uh, Andrew Lincoln, I mean, me and you joked the other day, that guy could, you know, take a dump on the White House lawn right now and AMC would have to you know, <laughs> think twice about firing him. Right. He, he genuinely has been more vocal than I have ever known Andrew Lincoln. I mean, Andrew Lincoln's a guy who shies away from the media. He doesn't do social media. Right. You know, he doesn't get involved in anything. He literally, on the promotional tours, you know, people have noticed he rarely does it. He does go to... Uh, comic con events and stuff like that because he likes the fans but he doesn't like the larger scale celebrity he's a guy who has family who actually live not that far from me and has been seen in the supermarkets around here right, you know, he right. just <laughs> he, he just doesn't want that whole hollywood style life right now he has been more vocal than i've ever known him. he's done a radio interview over here mm-hmm. uh lenny james who's morgan did a radio interview, which I listened to, which just had me in shock. Right. Uh, he revealed in that radio interview that, uh, Andrew, um, was livid at the decision mm-hmm. about Carl being killed. Um, you know, just the language the actors have used as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the way they've been so open about talking about these things. I mean, Lenny James also said in the interview, uh, I'm doing a favor, <laughs> right. um, with regards to going to fear the walking dead. Right. Um, he also said he didn't know how it was going to pan out, but he hoped it'd be worth it. <laughs> you know, here's a guy who basically doesn't sound enthusiastic about this at all. No. Um, if anything, he sounds like, you know, guns to my head. Did I want to do it? No, I did not. Yep. I um, don't know. Um, all right. Well, speaking of uh, all of that and there's there is something i, I want to talk about um yep. that i would call the elephant in the room for this episode okay. and that's at the very end of the episode where um we're talking about the the they're talking about the vision basically that carl yes. has for the future and uh there's an aged negan uh yeah. talking to judith and so yep. the premise of a lot of people's speculation, I don't think I've heard a writer say this, but a lot of people, the general speculation is that Carl was written off the show or he was killed on the show so that Rick would have the motivation to let Negan live. Gimple has said, that. Oh, Gimple confirmed that Gimp 
His exact words were he felt there was a plot hole right. in the comics for a reason why Rick would do what he does in terms of letting Negan live. Right. And he felt that he needed to do something to address that. Right. I, I remember that now. Yeah, he did say yeah. that. Okay, so my question is, do you think this is going to work? God, no. 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 I, I um, actually had a discussion with someone very recently. Um, someone who's a big fan of our podcast, by the way, oh. a lady called Sarah, right. who uh, has listened to our entire back catalogue recently. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Dedication. Someone with far too much time on their hands. Um, but basically, she she said to me, and this is you know a general audience member, just someone who likes the show, and we were sort of having a general discussion about it, and she pointed out to me that she wants Negan dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she doesn't read the comics, okay. has steered well away from them, no interest in them, doesn't want, you know, the kind of spoil of possible storylines, obviously is aware of certain things that are out there. But, you know, once Negan dead, you know, regardless of what's happened, you know, this kind of my mercy prevail over my right, wrath. Yeah, that's right, fine. Right. But we want Negan dead. Yeah. I, I mean, you and I have said this. Oh my gosh. I don't know for how long on this show. Since Negan was introduced, right. me and you have been discussing this possible problem. Well, yeah. They're gonna face. If it would work. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, but I think, you know, what's going to, I mean, what's just going to be horrible is you basically used uh, as, as in like a game of chess, you used Carl as a pawn. Yeah. And sacrificed him for something that's not going to work. So you... Something that people don't want. Right. You sacrificed what was... What had the potential to be the future of the show. Right? Yeah. And you sacrificed him for something that, yeah, nobody wants. Because... In, in, and what kind of really sent this home to me was um, uh, the people... The people's response online about how much how like their favorite part of this episode was Morgan ripping the guts out and yeah. I'm going okay if the general response is that's their favorite thing of this episode and we this episode was primarily used to say goodbye to the prime one of the primary cast members of the show for its entire yeah. history there is no way that this savage mob is ever going to be happy with Negan living. Never. No, I mean, there, there was actually something else in this episode which made me laugh because it it made me laugh because they're almost, and quite possibly, and if they turn out killing Negan, this is foreshadowing, when Carl is talking to Rick, he talks to him about Woodbury, and he says, Dad, you put your gun away, you let those people from Woodbury in and we live together in peace. My friend, I'm asking you, what had to happen before that could happen? The governor was dead. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> this is, so almost in the show, they've just told us, you know, exactly what they've kind of... Yeah, and and I know in the comics... So here's, here's the thing in the comics. There is a time jump. Mm -hmm. So in essence... Rick makes a decision to imprison Negan, not kill him. Mm -hmm. And then the time jump means that we get to this point where Negan has been in jail for three to five years. Right. You know, and as a audience member, you can kind of go, okay, over that time, there would be an element of uh, potential people moving on from the initial anger of what he did and how he went about it. Also, a potential for you know um, him. What's what's the right words here? Reforming right, to a right, point and right. coming around to Rick's point of view. But in the TV show, the time jump concept for me, I think, is possibly flawed. I think they're going to really struggle if they try and just do that. You know, flash up a five years later right. sign. Here's Rick and Negan having dinner together. Right. I think that's just people are going to switch off. Yeah, I think. I think it's just going to be a massive struggle. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the uh, in the the future vision or whatever, where Negan's like, yeah. "Hello, darling," or whatever. Yeah. I mean, dude, it was just so creepy. It was like, no, 
Yeah. And yeah. the here's the thing is in the comics post time jump. Yeah. It's always written. You never know if you can trust Negan. No, and, not even a little and bit. And so yeah. like, okay, yeah. Okay, so Rick lets Negan live. Okay, well, there's going to be a ton of people right there that are going to go, okay, I'm done, whatever, I've had enough. But then if they stick true to the character of Negan and like three episodes later into the future, you you know, he shows like he can't be trusted. People are going to like... And he's back trying to get the saviors back as the saviors. Right, people are going to throw their remote at the TV. Yeah, people are going to be done. it. There has to be adjustments from the comic book storyline, whichever way they're going to go with this. For me, the cleanest, easiest way of doing it is to eliminate him from the show, is to treat it like the governor in Woodbury, is Negan is gone. How that happens, you know, I don't know, just I think he needs to go. And the main reason why I think he needs to go is there seems to be a growing feeling online and with the audience that they're making this the Negan show. Mm-hmm. And Rick, etc., is almost being pushed to one side, and people are fearing that hey, this has now become the Negan show. They're pushing us towards Negan. They want us to follow Negan going forward. I mean, I can say it right now, honestly. I would switch that off. I don't think, you know, Rick dying and Carl going forward. I would have been gutted because you know Rick's the central character, sure. but. I'd be interested in following the show. We've lost Carl. Rick dies. Would I follow the show with Negan as the central character? No. Mm-mm. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be able to. That, that'd be me done. I can say that with a degree of certainty. Right. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's just the, the, the short sightedness of writing Carl off to set it up to where Negan can live. And I'm just telling you, man, they, they think ratings are hurting now. The ratings will drop to, to fear numbers if at the end of this yep. season, Rick, you know, puts Negan in a jail and locks the key. Yeah. Pe- well, people will be like, to me, that's, that's how I fear it's going to end. Oh, I do too. I, 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 yeah. I, I do too. And I mean, I, I don't know. I I, I want to jump into the ratings and general audience thing, but have yeah, we have we yeah. have we beat the Negan? The show? Yeah, yeah. I think we have. I mean, there was there was the only one last thing I just want to talk about the episode is the very end scene. Mm-hmm. Part of this whole jumping around. Oh yeah, yeah. Is Rick is by this tree? We've seen this imagery loads of yeah. times. The stained glass kind of dangling from it, right. and he looks like. I mean, he's wounded. It could be a bite. It could be, you know, lots of different things. Um, but we don't know. Right. And Rick looks in a bad way, to be honest with you. Um, and that, I'm guessing, is going to be one of the final scenes of the season. Yeah, I just was curious, you know, does the imagery represent anything? So Carl kills himself in the church. Yeah. Um but then there's Rick by himself with two pieces of stained glass, which I'm assuming were salvaged from the church. One on each side of the tree. So is there another death coming? You know, I don't know, but yeah. No, I don't know. Um, There's loads of theories about that, which I won't go into in this one. Right. Um, Right. I I just wanted to mention it because obviously, you know, it's going to be something (laughs) maybe. It's going to be something. Um, <laughs> Unless it's lazy writing again and they never mention it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll never see that image again. No, that was that was actually just one of Carl's images. Right. You know, he was dreaming about it. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay, man. So you want to talk ratings and things like yeah, that? Yeah, well, so the numbers are in and the mid-season, yep. uh, mid-season premiere had 8.3 million viewers. That's the lowest mid-season premiere ever. Yeah. That's uh, ever. <laughs> that means that's yeah. lower than their um, first mid-season premiere, which was season two. Sorry, did you say it's lower than the first ever one? The first mid-season premiere. It's the lowest yeah. rated mid-season premiere ever. Why? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's quite brutal. Um, <laughs> typically, there's a drop off as well from mid season finale, mid season premiere to to the next oh, episode. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the next episode figures when we discuss this next week could be even more interesting. I don't think I can remember the show being below eight million. Mm-mm. Well, um, the mid season finale this year was seven nine. <laughs> Uh, that's the mid-season finale right well and the mid-season premiere had the death of the second or third most iconic character on a show i i genuinely think the fact that everybody knew he was gonna die um put a lot of people off I, i i saw a lot of stuff of people saying why am I going to tune into an episode where I just know a character I love dying? <laughs> yeah, I saw um, I saw a lot of my friends were like, they tuned in like you know before the show aired. They were like, all right, well I'm going to tune this in. Hopefully this will be the 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 the, the turning point and the show will really yeah. kick off now. Yeah. And then I saw you know hours later, I had a friend of mine post. He wrote something like. If I ever turn into a zombie, somebody kill me instantly so that they don't make a horrible TV show out of my life because I am done with this show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, I'll, yeah. The the general audience reaction is, uh, I mean, people are moving away in droves. How, ma- how many, how many friends, show- how many friends did you have that posted online that they're done after that episode? Oh, a lot, yeah. actually. Uh, I had a lot of people saying they were done at the mid-season oh, okay. uh, finale. Yeah. Um, the Carl Bite reveal, I think a lot of people just went, you know what, I, I'm, I'm done with you now. Yep. Um, typically, social media for me, when The Walking Dead airs here, I see across Facebook, you know, 10, 15 to 20 posts. And that's been like that for a long time. What was interesting to me was with Carl's death and everything, there wasn't one. Mm. I, you know, I, I scroll, I always have a quick look just to scroll through. There was not one post. Um, I think I saw mm. one a couple of days later. Someone said, Oh, finally sat down to watch the walking dead. Um, but you know, me and you have talked about this. This used to be must see TV. This used to be cancel oh, yeah. your plans. It's on, you know, it's on at nine. Yep. Be sat in front of the TV at five to nine waiting for it there. Yep. Now people yep. are, I'll watch it at some point. You know, I've got it recorded. Yeah. I'll catch it whenever. Um, to, to drive that point home, let me give you an example. Last night I was hanging out with some people and one of the uh, persons there used to come to our watch party when we still did that. Okay. So we don't do nobody, nobody wants to come anymore. (laughs) So we don't do a watch party. On on the plus side, man, that's nothing to do with your hospitality. Yeah. No, no, no. So I was talking with the guy last night and he was like, uh, he's like, yeah, man. So, uh, you still doing the walking dead thing? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still doing it, man. And he is like, uh, he's like, yeah, I hadn't seen it. Um, he's like, I just gave up cause it just felt like it was the same stuff. And it was just, you know, all artsy now yeah. and all this. And I was like, yeah, I get that, man. And, uh, he's like, um, he's like, so what's been going on? And I was like, well, it was just the mid season premiere. He's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And I was like, yeah, Carl died. And he was like, Oh, huh. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Wait no a minute. Shock. You seriously? Yeah. No, but I was like, seriously, dude, you're on social media. You didn't know Carl died. Like no, none of your friends have talked to you about this. Cause this was last night. This was, you know, almost a week after, after the episode aired. And what are we, two months since yeah. the finale yeah, where, where it was revealed? Yeah. Nah. Right. I'm just saying this is how well, like it's, it's gone from people's heads anymore. They just, they don't even you care. Compare that to the, to when everyone was waiting to find out who Negan had killed. Oh it my was, gosh. I mean, from the cliffhanger ending of season six to the opening of season seven, I don't think I went more than a few days without seeing a post with a theory of, Hey, I checked the camera right. angles and I'm pretty sure it's right. You know, right. It was, right. It was constant. Right. Um, but, since then, to be honest with you, since that moment and Glenn died, people have been, you know what? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of done. And for me, it's just drifted away since then. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, so I I don't know. I'm going to throw a number out, and I'm going to say next week's episode yep. will be 6.5. Oh, you think it's going to drop below 7? I believe it's going to drop oh, below 7. Oh, that's huge. Because, I mean, Fear the Walking Dead's at 4. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay, so here's the bigger Shoot. question. Okay. Um obviously when the show was raking in 12 14 15 million yep. viewers they were able to sell advertising oh yeah at a crazy Big premium time, okay and the longer the show has gone on the more salary of the course. actors have yep. been able to negotiate so they're on their viewership is on rate on par with season two yep. right now. Their salary is has got to be huge in comparison. What? 10, 10 times, 20 yeah. times higher than it was. If, if you then? work on the theory, um, the practicality of a minimum 10% rise year on in episode per episode mm-hmm. for each actor. And you work on a theory that Andrew Lincoln was on a hundred thousand per episode at the start. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, 10% on that, 10% on that year in year. I mean, I actually think I read somewhere that he is just on just under 700,000 an episode now, and so is Norman Reedus. Right. Um, and right. uh, the lady who plays Maggie, Lauren Cohen, is basically pushing right. on that same money. Now, right. I don't know whether this is the point you were going towards, but we could see a pretty big cull of the cast coming. <laughs> Yeah, we could suddenly go from having A characters, B characters, C characters to having a very small group living in a farm again. Oh yeah, well, I mean, and that's it. I mean, with guys like uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and what they're having to, well, Lenny James is off, but um, and I wonder if that's part of the reason. They're like, man, we we can't afford Lenny anymore. (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, there. I mean, I would only think I don't know the. All, all the inner workings, but I would only think that that's got to be a real factor and they're going to have to go, okay, we can't sell ads for what we uh, were three years ago. Somebody's got to go, you uh, know? Um, um, so I want to throw a conspiracy theory with you to wrap uh, or to get close to wrap. Oh, I, I need to, I need to butcher right. some names as well. Um, but oh, basically, gosh. uh, a conspiracy theory. There is a court case. Robert Kirkman, amongst others, are suing AMC because they claim yep. that the amount of money they were given per episode was calculated wrong. I'm not going to go into the mass yep. details of that. However, it right. is kind of ratings driven that, you know, they're saying that mm-hmm. you were in X amount of ad money from this. Robert Kirkman, since that happened, has now taken his other shows away from AMC. He's signed an exclusive deal mm-hmm. with Amazon. Any fresh new mm-hmm. content from him is going. AMC have appointed Mr. Gimple, of all people, to now oversee all things Walking Dead, which previously Kirkman right. was doing. And mm-hmm. there are showrunners, uh, new showrunners, heading for Fear, and a new showrunner taking over as season nine for The Walking Dead. Right. <laughs> Do you think, conspiracy theory now, so put your tinfoil hat on, they are deliberately yep. reducing to aid their court case? Or they are perhaps running it off to end it. I I believe there is a huge rift between Kirkman and AMC. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I I I would almost think that AMC is going to try to milk it for all that they can while also flipping the bird to Kirkman yeah. in the process. That's almost how of going, I feel now as well. It's almost like they're taking his his vision and his baby and they're kind of like it's ours yep. like, tough, you know. Yep. Oh, you wanted Carl to be the future of the show? Guess what, buddy? Yes. He's dead. Yeah. He gone. That's, that was kind of where my <laughs> head was as well. So it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll keep that in mind. We're going to look at that a little bit, perhaps, and we'll keep yeah. that in mind. Um, yeah. My friend, if you would be so kind, um, we had some comments on our Facebook page, which 
Uh, I tend to like to read out people's reactions. Uh, so if you'd be so kind, my friend, hit my theme music. Boom. And now, let us turn to our Facebook page, where Sam butchers names. Okay, so we have, uh, I basically put out there, uh, like I always do, the episode's now aired, let us have your thoughts. The reason why this feature is called Sam Butcher's Names is because, to be quite honest with you, I get people's names wrong. So I'm going to kick off with Patrick Landry, a.k.a. Patrick Laundry. Uh, Patrick, you've written an essay here, my friend, and then you've also commented towards the end. Um, the basic gist is, honestly, I'm done watching it live. It was a good episode that was uh, conflated and assaulted with commercial breaks as per usual. So basically what Patrick's getting across is that he ain't going to be watching it live anymore. Uh, He's fed up with the constant ad breaks. Uh, Solid first hour, but after 10pm it was grueling to get through. Um, We've known for three months he was dead. Also, we knew the bulk of the episode would be getting to that. Okay, so that's kind of his summary um, we have uh, Amanda Ezekwi. Uh, hey, Amanda. Welcome back, Amanda. Um, honestly, not sure how I feel. Hashtag Tobin wasn't in it. I actually know. Hashtag Tobin was in it. Amanda, Amanda's yeah. a big Tobin fan. Yeah, I, I like Tobin. Amanda's got the hots for Tobin. Just mm. putting it out there. Sharon Gatlin Furby. <laughs> <laughs> your name mm. can't be Furby I'm reading that wrong Therabee Sharon Gatlin Therabee sorry Sharon uh, was so sad I cried the whole show we'll miss him yeah I had some stuff in my eye with the whole handing Judith the hat <laughs> that was that got me uh, yeah. Sabrina Neve such a sad episode before it was really well pulled off and great acting cried so many times also Morgan aka Michael Myers <laughs> nice that's, yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah, uh, Sharon McNeil cried almost the whole time, except when Morgan was kicking Savior ass. The kingdom is saved. That's a valid point. They have just driven them out of the kingdom, but then again, the kingdom has been kind of blown up a bit, so it's not exactly safe. Yeah, more like Ezekiel is saved. Yeah, <laughs> not the kingdom. Well, yeah, Christy Rowland. Uh, sorry, Christy Rowland. From day one, it's been a great show. Never miss it. Fair enough. Uh, Teresa Cowden Westfall. Westphal, Westphal. I know how I feel. You suck. Kill off Carl after that. He's gone through. You guys are messing up. I guess that's aimed at AMC. We didn't do it. Uh, Denise A. Wilson, not happy. Please bring in new writers. Last night was a flop. Denise there. Uh, Connie, Connie, I I can't say your surname. Connie Sinek? Sinchi. Sinky. Connie, I'm sorry. Uh, message me, let me know how to say it. No, he's not. Uh, it just can't be the same without Carl. Uh, Dana Watford Kavanagh, bye bye. It's been a lot of fun, but didn't even watch last night. Why bother? The Negan hour is on its way. Nothing against Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but no, no thanks. Brutal. Yep. I've seen a few of those yep. actually. Um, Gwen Alexander says, I'm numb, or at least she tries to. She says, Noom. Uh, Erin Maynard, very sad. <laughs> Try not to cry. Didn't work. Sniffle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Aaron. I mean, manly <clears throat> stuff. Uh, Kathleen McNabb, it's time for Carl to go. They sent him out in a grand way, the best hero of the show so far. Uh, Patrick Landry, here we go. After second viewing, it was still a bit on the inflated side, but easier to enjoy. I ranted above in this feed. Yes, you did, my friend. But I did enjoy the episode itself. I think this is one of the few times that a character was killed off camera, Andrea also. Rick and Michonne's reactions were so heartbreaking when you hear the gunshot. Yeah, well worth touching on that. That scene was fantastic. Um, And that's all the comments. Thank you very much for everybody. Um, As always, we will put posts out there, uh, some stuff to make us all laugh and some stuff for comments. And then once we get the comments, we'll read them out on the podcast and discuss things. So feel free to always get in touch with us. Uh, But for me, my friend, I've covered everything I wanted to cover. My friend, I think that horse has been beat to death today. <laughs> well, in that case, a I big do. thank you to everybody listening to us again. Uh, we are delighted to be back. Uh, we will be later than we used to be. Um, 
the day we record, I think, will greatly depend on weather, man flu, plague, and work commitments. But we will be recording each week. Yes. Um, check oh, yeah. the Facebook page, and obviously, the the post will appear. And if you are subscribed to us, it will even pop up on your phone when we are ready. Automatically. So yep. hit that subscribe button. Uh, but that's it from the UK, my friend. I'm signing off. I'll speak to you next week. All right, Sam, buddy. As always, it's been a pleasure. We will catch you next time. That's a wrap. Followed by over 17,000 people on Facebook, you need to be one of them. Find the Stuff and Things podcast on Facebook at Stuff and Things Podcast. Also check us out online at stuffandthangspodcast.com If you can't figure out how to spell it, then you don't deserve to be there.